Hey out there, everybody, and welcome to Caffeination 520. This is the Espresso Yourself edition here at the Caffeination Podcast. This is going to be all the snark in half the time. We have a ton of stuff to talk to you about today. Not quite a metric ton. I think we're more, working more on a uh, imperial ton right now. But uh, we have a lot of stuff to talk about and not a lot of time, so we're uh, just going to get right down to it. You are listening to the Caffeination Podcast. I am Paul. This is Steve. And you can find all of the wonderful episodic friends that this episode has made along its wonderful little tiny journey over at www.caffination.com. We are the high-octane world of caffeine culture and technology news. We are also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. All the other member shows have agreed to create child-safe, family-friendly, and educational content. Everybody is listed over at techpodcasts.com. If you have any comments, feedback, suggestion, hate mail, anything else you'd like to throw our general direction, please feel free to do so at caffeination at gmail.com, or you can hit me up at Paul at caffeination.com. Or get me at Steve at caffeination.com. Okay, and I think we're on a roll because we're already 10 minutes ahead of our usual pace. So, unfortunately, there is no live show. However, every Wednesday night, you can usually find us 9.30 approximate over at live.caffeination.com. This is live to hard drive. We're going to be posting it up on YouTube after the fact. So, uh, what did you do geeky this week there, good sir? Uh, more Horde, and I was just, you know, watching a bunch of movies. Nice, Nothing nice. too geeky. Yeah, I did a little bit of coding, got a little, couple little uh, projects that are burgeoning. They're, they might be coming out uh, uh, lately, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that because I think we got a lot of cool, geeky stuff coming up in next episode. Yeah. So th- th- it's going to be interesting. What we have here is we have a, a segmented episode, kind of like the uh, Number of the Beast kind of deal. It's 666. It's a six parts of one, six parts of another, and then six parts of a third. We're going right into Geeky Cruft. Then we got Steve's World. Then we are going into the food and caffeinated bits and then rounding out the end the show. So, if you are still with us, if you can still understand me and I don't have to slow it down and add some twang to it, then I think you're going to be alright and I think we might actually uh, bring this into the stable. <laughs> but, the first thing that we got for you here today is the Magic 8-Balls are absolutely so last week. Uh, there's a fun product that's over at thinkgeek.com and it's actually Schrodinger's Cat Executive Decision Maker. Now, I know we talked about Schrodinger's Cat a couple different times, which is a weird thing to have as a recurring uh, issue on the podcast, but uh, Schrodinger's cat is uh, known for being both simultaneously al- uh, d- dead and alive at the same point in time. You take a cat of indeterminate origin, you put him in a box with a bomb that will eventually explode. Now, when you close the box up, where you can't see the cat and you can't see the bomb, there's no way of knowing what, what state it is in. There's a philosophical challenge that goes along with this. So the fine folks over at ThinkGeek have decided for $30, you two can have your very own Magic Eight Ball of a, a Schrodinger's cat. So it's you know the the uh, Julius Caesar kind of deal. Is it alive or is it dead? Is it thumbs up? Is it thumbs down? Or is it somewhere in between? And the thing needs batteries. <laughs> so what do you think about this one? Uh, you know, I think it's a weird thing. I mean, I'm actually watching the video of how it works, and I. Just... I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> I mean, I, I like the idea in theory because it, it looks fun. It looks like one of those things like, wow. But at the same point in time, for $30, is it really worth the, the price of admission? Because, I mean, a Magic 8 Ball is like, what, 5 bucks? Yeah. Maybe 10 bucks if you get the executive decision, if we're really talking about executives. And this looks like it's just like a screen. It, it doesn't look like it's an actual like, little figure inside. No, no, no. I mean, that, that would be even cool if there was like a little <laughs> poof when you opened it up and it actually blew up. A little bit, you know. Oh, yeah. Not, you know, just, just a little bit. <laughs> All right. So moving right along to the next fun little thing that we got for you. We have Back to the Future Hoverboard. Hey, McFly, those boards don't work. Oh, what do you mean? 
power. <laughs> you got to have that little in the in the board there. But uh, as I'm looking over at the waveform, I realize that I've actually kind of you know, blown out the mic on that one. But that's all right. You know, you just got to back up. Uh, so this is this looks pretty cool. And apparently, they're going to be debuting these suckers March 1st to March 20th. Um, I don't get it. I mean, is this real or is this not real? So they're saying the final project product could possibly be shipped somewhere around December. So like they're throwing a lot of dates out in there. I mean, yeah. everybody knows the, the the hoverboard, but I mean, what do you think about this? Is is this actually going to be real or is it just like something to to get a link bait? I think it's uh, yeah. I, I you know what? I'm not sure. I mean, I think it's just like a collector's item type thing, if you think about it. So, so is it just supposed to be a, a replica of the ones that are I, used in the movie? Yeah, and it's I not think actually so. Supposed I don't to... think it's actually going to hover. I think you know they're I'm... waiting for the cars for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it. I really wish that the the McFly thing, uh, you know, the McFly 2015s actually came with all the other wonderful things that uh, are out there because that's really what we want. We want the fun la- shoes that lace up themselves. That's we right. want the hoverboards, and I want the uh, Mister Fusion, the one where you put banana peels in the car and make it go because i mean that that that's really what it comes down to when you when you're really talking about the uh the finer ins and outs of a uh, future possible travel i mean i think i think yeah, i mean they yeah, of course you know they already had the electric delorean they got the nike mag sneakers uh, with the hoverboards the only thing i think they got left is that uh fancy schmancy coat it's, it is schmancy and fancy so, i mean <laughs> it, it does a lot of stuff there so the the thing that i'm i'm liking about a lot of these things that we have coming out are that you know like they're really honest to goodness uh, a spiffy little um creations i mean they, they do some they do some rather intense stuff yeah so i mean the next little story we have is a pretty intense in and of itself this is a a, a graffiti thing i mean we've we've done a lot of stuff uh, for graffiti here on the uh, caffeination podcast of course but this is uh, this is kind of above above and beyond this is a little bit over the top yeah i mean even for the stuff that we've done there is a artist by the name of end of the line so i mean that's that's kind of a cool little graffiti handle has so. going there yeah, end of the line i mean is there a start of the line <laughs> I I mean, is that his dad? Is his dad the start of the line, or is dad somewhere along the line? Yeah, how far is the line? I mean, what happens when you go over the line? Oh, I don't know. See, <laughs> we even find time to work in bad puns here on the Caffeination oh, Espresso. <laughs> so, I mean, that that's what that's the kind of service that we bring to you. That's right. But uh, this is this is pretty cool. Basically, Namco, uh, Bandai. I don't even know how. Are they two different companies? Or are they one company? One company that kind of absorbed both uh, gaming fractions. Yeah, it might be something like uh, how Netflix was trying with... Uh, Quickster? Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 let's hope not. <laughs> All right, well, Soul Calibur, the franchise is about to hit its fifth edition. Actually, I have Soul Blade, the first edition that was not Soul Calibur, and that, I think, is even a better game than a lot of the first Soul Caliburs. You could break your weapons and still fight. <laughs> so, I mean, like, if you kept blocking and you were that kind of fighter where it's like, block, 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 eventually your weapon would snap. And you would have to fight barehanded against somebody that had weapons. And they actually took the time on the original PlayStation to program in the fact that, you know, your moves changed when you didn't have a sword. So you could be Yoshimitsu, but you'd be like Chinese boxing instead. <laughs> like, you know, a little Wing Chun. Yeah. So, that, you know, not Wang Chun, because that's where everybody has fun. And this is Wing Chun. It's, you know, actual Chinese boxing. Everybody Wing Chun tonight. 
<laughs> still have time for puns. Yeah, we do. And you're trying to work it in there. But this mural is actually uh, commissioned by Namco Bandai, Some one of the two, maybe halfway in between them, um, actually commissioned this graffiti artist to make a giant 17-yard long mural of all these really, really nifty characters, and including the new one, who is... What's the new character? Mario? Oh, crap. Uh, Ezio. Ezio. There you go. <laughs> Ezio, the, the protagonist from the last series of Assassin's Creed. Right. Not the first one. He didn't appear in the first one at all. I actually really liked uh, Aldatore. Yeah. I, I think he was a better character than Ezio in some ways, and I would actually like to explore his story a little bit more. But, I mean, this is really cool. So I'm, I, I like seeing the art, and it, it doesn't look like typical graffiti anything. So, I mean, this is the kind of thing I'd love to see all over Philadelphia. Yeah. It's a little video game art going on. <laughs> we but should start. I think we should. Actually, there were, uh, there were a bunch of really cool um, things that happened at a place called Tattoo Moms. It's a place down on, I think, South Street is right. where it is. But, yeah, they had like a uh, you know like an art meetup where they had all kinds of crazy stuff all over the walls. They had uh, you know the Reservoir Dogs wheat pasted on top of like the, uh, the ghosts from uh, – um, pac-man yeah they had like a flaming D- d20 rolling across the wall there's all these really cool things that happen so i mean that that's kind of fun uh and then uh, yeah so this is this is what it is and i thought that was pretty cool and then there's the last little thing that we have for you here which you're just gonna have to enjoy the audio on this <laughs> this is a fake this is not the real george rr R. martin but this is a a credible impression i would say i think so george rr R. martin's is the uh, man who's famous for doing the uh the game of thrones so this is him telling story time Joe went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down and shattered his legs, which made him easy prey for outlaws. His screams echoed through the war-ravaged valley. The wolves and ravens feasted on his body for days. Ba ba black sheep, have you any wool? No, sir, no, sir, I have no wool. I shall take no wife, hold no lands, father no children. I shall wear no crowns and win no glory. I shall die at my post. Little Miss Moffat sat on her toffet eating her curds and whey, and honeyed lemon cakes, thin leek soup followed by a salad of green beans, onions, mounds of mashed turnips, jellied calf's brains, a thick venison barley stew, snails and honey and pigeon pie, and a lecce of stringy beef. Along came a spider who sat down beside her and shot her through the bowels with a crossbow. And that pretty much uh, is in and of itself all you are going to hear of that. It's like a one minute and 18 long, uh, 18 second long thing. Uh, you just heard pretty much the entirety of it. It's pretty cool. It's pretty out there. It's it's on the edge of insanity. Uh, my son's looking at me as I was listen, listening to it and laughing. He's going, what are you listening to? And he's five and he knew that it was kind of off the deep end. So I thought it was fun. <laughs> and then uh, that about wraps it up for the uh, Geekcraft section here at the Caffeination Podcast. Well, our next session is... Steve's World. Steve's World. That's right. One second, I gotta cue up your fun little uh, <laughs> music here. Make sure it's. And there you go. We ready now? All right, good because I still cannot hear. I know. And uh, we're gonna start off with a, uh, you know, of course, a couple of facts that I found online, and we'll start off with uh, this one. Where if you go to, if you need surgery, make sure you ask your uh, surgeon how his video game skills are. 
apparently, uh, when doctors played at least three hours of video games, they made 30% fewer mistakes and uh, also operated 27% faster, which is, uh, I'd say, pretty cool. High, sc <laughs> high score. Yeah. So uh, ask them, uh, how good are you at Call of Duty? <laughs> And uh, next we'll go with uh, the, uh, this one is, you know, of course i got to put something a little uh, odd and a little sickening. Uh, the average human body contains enough fat to make seven bars of soap. So wow. I thought, yeah. Uh, so you'd think people would be cleaner overall. You would think. Well, I mean, so that's just the average person. That's not saying, you know, like somebody who happened to be a little bit more portly than somebody else. I guess if uh, they were a little wider, they might make a little more soap. Yeah, maybe, maybe make one of the family size bundles. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's uh that's that's some uh that's savings some, right there that's some dark humor yeah that is dark humor right all right there. moving right along and we'll uh we'll finish up with uh something that even i didn't know that uh each king in the deck of playing cards represents a great king from history the spades is uh king david clubs is the alexander the great hearts is charlemagne and uh the diamonds of course is uh julius caesar that that's pretty crazy. I mean, yeah. so it's like all the pictures and everything is supposed to be along those same lines, right? Yeah, pretty much. That, so that, that the more you know, of course. So make sure you throw them out there next time you uh, are at the water cooler. No one's half the battle. <laughs> Go, Go Joe. Joe. <laughs> and uh, we'll move along with uh, what I found here at ThinkGeek.com, which I thought was actually pretty neat. It's the Captain Jewel's extraordinary telescope ring. Which, uh, you know what, it, it, it's a simple design, but you know what, it's just something that uh, I think I might actually want to get. So is it a sextant? So, I mean, I know this is a kid's show, but, you know, is it like a a, uh, a device that allows you to guide yourself by uh, sunlight, or is it just an interesting little compass? I think it's an interesting little compass. Okay. I, I mean, it, it's used, it can be used as a magnifying glass, of course. It shows yeah. you pictures on the bottom. But uh, for 30 bucks, I mean, I, I don't think it's too bad. It depends on entirely how accurate the compass is, whether or not it's bad. My only problem with it, I was looking at it, my only problem with it is in to, to be a true orienteering compass, to be able to actually do orienteering and, and navigate your way with it, you would need to have a crosshairs on the, the lens because you actually have to sight things up to do it. It's a toy. <laughs> it's a toy? I don't care if it's, if it's a toy or not. I mean, it, if they're selling it and it's 30 bucks, you better be able to use it. I mean, the, the compass better be good, too. That's all I'm saying. If you're going to do it, do it right. That's right. <laughs> all right, next little thing. Next little thing is, of course, you know, we can't do a show without a little bit of zombies. And uh, I actually just found this today. It's a uh, 5K obstacle course that's infested with zombies, <laughs> which is, I think, one of the best ideas I could think of so far. And, uh, you know, of course they got, uh, well, I think uh, 11 cities that it's going into, and, uh, of course, none of them here in Philadelphia where we are located. Uh, but the closest one, actually, is uh, Pittsburgh. That that sounds pretty cool. I would, I would like to see exactly how it, how it worked out. I mean, so are there just runners, or are there runners and zombies, or I, you can know you what? be either? I, you can be either. I was actually looking it up, and of course, you know, you get a little, you get a couple of perks with uh, being a zombie. You get, you know, a shirt and everything like that. Free drinks? Of course. Yeah, so well, you get one free drink. One free drink. One I mean, free I, drink. If I'm, if I'm really going to go zombie on somebody, I'm going to need more than one free drink. <laughs> Unless it's a really big drink. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> so I'm... <laughs> So, of course, uh, you know, they got different dates. You know, if you want to check it out, go to runforyourlives.com. Run I only have one life. Yeah, yeah I know. Can I go I to runformylife.com? 
I'd, I'd like to check that out, but I don't know if that's their website. <laughs> All right, I'll check that out while you're on. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, of course, stop by the website. You know, you can get gear and find out everything about the race days, locations, and stuff like that. What did you find out? Uh, runformylife.com is actually just a blank blood red page. It says, if you don't know where you are going, any road will get you there by Lewis Carroll. The hmm. more you know. <laughs> Well, there's your quote for the... <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Next little story. <laughs> so, yeah, stop by and uh, stop by the website. Check it out. If you're close to any of the uh, places and you're able to go, let us know uh, Yeah, we'd, like, we'd love to see pictures, video, anything you do. Oh, and, yeah. Hey, and if you'd like to write up your account and you'd like to appear in the caffeination, you can do that as well. Of course. And uh, let's, uh, let's end Steve's world with uh, a little bit of zen. And uh, this is actually, I found... Uh, I forget where I found it. Oh, gizmo.com, and, uh, which uh, took me over to, of course, uh, one of the big websites turning around now, which is Kickstarter. And uh, what this is, is it's a Zen table, which is just a form of art and a coffee table. That's so cool. And uh, It's I, hypnotic. Yeah, it is. And uh, I, I, I started watching a video, and the way it's done is just fantastic. And, uh, yeah, you know what? I, I honestly didn't read too much about it. I just... I saw it. I was like, you know what? That is awesome. I think people need to know about it. I do believe it is uh, costly to get uh, something like this, but you know what? I, I I think it might be worth it if if you have the money. It looks like it's just dragging a steel ball bearing around by magnets, which I mean is still really cool through like a fine grained sand. My only problem with this is the font that they used to uh, to put Zen Table up there is papyrus. It's like the the go to font. For, for junky design, other than Comic Sans. I mean, seriously, I'm actually offended that they made $35,000 on this. <laughs> One of the uh, cool... <laughs> yeah, we're going to keep going with this. One of the uh, cool features with this is that you can actually control the table from your smartphone. So whatever design you want to put in there, you send to the table and, yeah. You can control it with your smartphone? Yeah. Does it work on Droid and iPhone? I would. Yes, it does. I, mean, I don't assume there, there, there's a, there's an application. There's an app that you can download. There's an app for that. There is, well, of course, there's an app for everything here. <laughs> so all you got to do is connect the USB. Uh, you know, there's a USB you connect to the table, and you can send the commands directly. That that's pretty cool. <laughs> I think that's I mean, pretty neat. I think it'd be even funnier if you found like this in like a, the MGM Graham, which is one of the designs that they had on there right. or something, and you found a way to hack into it. So that you could make the design do whatever you wanted. So it's all of a sudden like, you know, giving out like social security numbers to the blackjack dealers so that you got a really favorable deal. <laughs> or it's counting cards for you. Wait a minute, the the the, the, the uh number or the uh, table has our baccarat numbers. <laughs> so I mean that would be really cool. But you could see it's kinda like the you know, zombies ahead yeah. on the road signs and stuff like that. But that'd be really cool. I love the idea. It's really cool as much as I'm joking around. I think this is a pretty cool stuff. They just need to work on their font selection that's all i'm saying and the, pr and the price of it uh, if i read correctly was uh i think the highest it went was about 7500 which is you know that's a little hefty but it's for a custom design coffee table that's always on the move that's not that bad right. i mean it, it could be a lot worse yes but so. you know it's, it's a nice find it is a nice find if you don't say so yourself i will say myself all right, moving right along to the next little bit we got. That is the end of Steve's World. Thank you very much for taking uh, us through your fun little uh, jaunt. Anytime. All right, we got food and caffeinated bits, three little quick things, and then we're going to send you out on your way, and we're still going to hit 20 minutes. <laughs> All right. 
Let's do this. Okay, the first thing we got up here is a Black Cat Espresso review. I almost put an X in there. Can you, you almost did? I almost. Whew. Man, we would have had to re-record the whole dang thing. <laughs> All right, Black Cat Espresso. There's a review of a very fine dining. It's actually uh, from over at needcaffeine.com. Wonderful people. They sent us a whole huge care package of different things to try. One of the things was from Intelligentsia Coffee, Black Cat Espresso. Over at needcaffeine.com, they actually separate out coffee from espresso, which I absolutely love. If you run a coffee retailer and you separate those two things out so that somebody does not accidentally purchase one for the other... It means you sort of know what you're doing. That's a great thing to have. They also have tea. They have teaware. They have a whole bunch of other different stuff. So I'd like to thank the gentleman for sending us that. But beyond all that, I had never had Intelligentsia Coffee until they sent us the original care package. And I had never had Black Cat Espresso. This is unbelievable. It's, it's smooth. There's not a hint of bitterness at all. It is truly a match made in heaven. This is stuff from Brazil and Ethiopia blended together expertly by the fine folks over at Intelligentsia and sold to you through Need Caffeine. So thank you very much. If you have a chance, try this stuff out. It will knock your socks off. The next little thing, since this is a tiny show, we have a wonderfully tiny little uh, story to talk about. This one was sent in by Norbert Davis of the Totally Cool Tech Podcast, so thank you very much, Norbert. But this is the smallest coffee pot in the world. I have shrunk the desktop down to an itty-bitty little thing, and you still can barely see this thing. In fact, I think I'm going to shrink it even smaller. It's made, handmade by a jeweler. It, it, they're, they're saying that it's actually a 54-year-old Italian goldsmith named Pietro Marmo, and he, it takes him 10 drops of water, and that's all it can hold. Uh, it, it has five miniature parts. There's a heater, the pot itself, two filters, and a gasket. All of it fitting into that tiny, tiny little space. That's, that's pretty impressive when you really think about it. Yeah. And um, I, I can't find exactly how much it is. Which is a little bit disappointing, but then again, if it's a goldsmith working, he has a fun Italian name, and it's incredibly tiny, I'm probably <laughs> not going to be able to afford it. I can barely afford to put the coffee in the coffee that I have right now. I think you could use one coffee bean, grind it up, and it would still be too much for that thing. Probably. So that's not something you really want to kind of guesstimate how much coffee you're putting in there. No. It's a tiny little mocha pot. <laughs> So, uh, all right, and then the last little thing we got for you today is actually a joint taste test that uh, we are. I already wrote up the article on it, and uh, Good Steve here is going to give it a shot. This is from Good Earth Sweet and Spicy Herbal Tea. This is the decaf variety, so there is no black tea in it. They do have a caffeinated variety as well. Steve, what do we got going for you here? Tasting, tasting. Yeah, I'll tell you what. That's good. That's good. That, 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 like that? Is good. that is good. I got to tell you, it's rare that I actually get something in the mail that I can share with Steve because he's not a big coffee guy. So the fact that he's actually drinking this and liking it, and I'm probably going to give him a couple bags to take with him. This this is good stuff. This this tea tastes and smells like Big Red, the, yes. the chewing gum. Like when you're making it, and I'm looking at it, and usually when I review products, I'm like, okay, it smells good, and he's drinking more. That's a good sign, folks. But uh, but uh, usually when I review products, I'm like, okay, this is good, and, I, and I'll have to like go back for another taste test. And I'll, I'm writing out the article, and I'm writing out the article. And bef- by the time I'm done the article, you know, sometimes the f- tastes kind of fade into the back of your mind. With this, not only... Did the smell kind of like hammer the office while or hammer the caffeination <laughs> layer while I was writing it rather, but I mean, I, I had to go back and check the ingredients three times. There is no sugar in that stuff that I gave you. Nah, none at all. Does it taste like it's sweet? 
That's good. That's... It, it tastes <laughs> like this has like all kinds of artificial or whatever other kinds of sweeteners you could possibly put in there. It doesn't taste like sugar. It has um, cinnamon. It has uh, anise. It has a whole bunch of other little things, a little ginger for some at the end. And it, it's unbelievable. So head on over to uh, goodearthteas.com and pick this up. I'd like to thank the fine folks over there for sending this over to us. This it, it, It's seriously a five out of five leaves. Since we're rating tea on leaves and we're rating beans on beans, that's what we got. I don't know what we're going to rate uh, uh, gadgets on, maybe uh, robots. It's five robots instead of four. Or it's four robots and they destroyed the fifth. <laughs> We'll think of something. We'll, we'll think of something. We got something in the works. And I got to have graphics for all of them down the road. That's more of the geeky stuff that's coming down. But we are going to take our time, sip the rest of this fine beverage in our Keep <clears throat> Cups. So if you're watching along over at YouTube, you can actually see we're both using Keep Cups from KeepCup.com. So thank you very much for sending those along. Fantastical stuff. And thank you incredibly to the Good Earth people because this this is a mighty tasty beverage. Uh, yeah, it is. It and it's is. probably going to be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how it could be dangerous. It's not like there's anything in there that's really bad for no me. but you know what i'll tell i'll tell you what i'll tell you what the uh the taste afterwards you do get that kick from the like the as if you were has, has a little chewing the big red yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, this is this is good stuff people trust us tell your friends yeah all right so that about wraps it up here for the caffeination express yourself espresso yourself edition here uh, we have a fun little thing that's going to play out over on the video side uh it's it's horrible, it's unbelievable, but it's not going to be in the audio one. So if you want to find out exactly what's at the end of the caffeination on the video, you're going to have to go over to youtube.com slash thecaffeination to figure it out. <laughs> and it, it's a fun little thing. It's mint and jest. It's just going to be fun. It's still child safe, family friendly, and it's hilarious. Yes, it is. It's our fairly inappropriate video of the week. <laughs> so thank you very much for listening, and stay caffeinated, people.